It's Wednesday, the 11th of September 2019. Yes, 9-11 uh, in 2019. And it's um, the Call of the Weird. Broadcasting from the bunker at www.bighitsradio.uk. And tonight, we're looking at the world of dumbs. What are dumbs, you might ask? Uh, well, DUMS is it's actually an acronym. It stands for Deep Underground Military Bases. Very fascinating topic. Um, now, there's a significant one, a DULCE. Uh, now, DULCE is... Or is, is it DULCE? I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Could be wrong. Um, D-U-L-C-E, but it's a sleepy little town in northern New Mexico. It's only got 900 people. It's um, located above altitude 7,000 feet um, on uh, an Apache Indian reservation. There's only one major motel and a few stores. It's not a resort town and it's not bustling with activity. But according to some researchers, there is a deep, dark secret there. Uh, and it's said to be a joint government alien biogenetic laboratory designed to carry out bizarre experimentation on humans and animals. Now, one of the main guys, there's different names attached with research in the Dumbs, but um, one is the late Philip Schneider, or better known as Phil Schneider. And he was um, allegedly worked as a geological engineer, and he was a contracted for the government in the construction of these deep underground military bases, these Dumbs. Now, according to Schneider, this system of bases spans the continental United States with over 100 interconnected subterranean tunnels and these projects are being run by secret unlagged international governing body connected to the UN and indeed worldwide he says there's 1,400 um, and there's said to be two underground bases being built every year in the US at the moment the average depth of the bases are four and a quarter mile underground some shallower some deeper and the bases are on average the size of a medium Size city. Each dumb base costs between 17 and 26 billion dollars to build, and it's funded by um, the Black Project money or you know, secret money that's siphoned off. You know, um, each underground base employs 1,800 to 10,000 workers. A nuclear powered drill is used to dig underground. The drill goes through rock at a tremendous rate and literally melts the rock away to form a smooth glass-like surface around the edges of the tunnels. And there's witnesses that talk about terrible things down there. Very disturbing things indeed. Um, there's a, a guy who's unidentified as G. Um, he was sub subcontracted by the National Security Agency in America in the late 1980s and worked for them until 1992. Um, he was a senior electrical engineer in the Los Alamos underground base in New Mexico, um, Alamo Gordo in New Mexico, and an underground base in Hawaii. He said the Los Alamos base goes two miles underground and is the size of a small city. Whilst there, he witnessed rows of caged humans, tall grey aliens, and a reptilian alien. G says the NSA was very hard on all subcontractors and people who worked there very hard under severe conditions. According to JDS federal government, the US Air Force and the Department of Energy run the Hawaii Dome he worked at. 
The vessel goes down three miles and stretches out into the Pacific Ocean. It was here that three very tall, muscular, Nordic-looking men, who, according to the G, were reptilian human hybrids, because their eyes would shift into having vertical slits for pupils, chased them along the motorway there and threatened to kill him because he had overheard them talking about some piece of high technology. Researchers Bill Hamilton and Tal XXX, aka Jason Bishop, received reports from workers at the Dulstum who worked there in the mid-1970s when it was being jointly run by the CIA, the Grey Aliens and the Reptilian Aliens. This was before the ETs completely took the best over and kicked the humans out. The workers said the Dulles facility goes down at least seven levels. Level 6 is privately called Nightmare Hall amongst workers. They tell of bizarre experimentation and multi-legged humans that look half human and half octopus. Reptilian humanoids, furry creatures with hands like humans that cry like a baby and mimic human words. And a huge mixture of lizard humans and cages. Several cages of winged humans, three and a half to seven feet tall, bat-like creatures and gorilla-like beings. In level 7 are thousands of rows of human and human genetic mixtures in cold storage, humanoid embryo storage vats with embryos in various stages of development. Within the dull space seven levels, Phil Schneider had clearance to construct a system of tunnels under secret service supervision. Um, whilst he was doing that, um, now he had a level three security clearance for uh, several underground military bases. Now, Schneider said he was one of three survivors in the Battle of Grey Aliens in August 1979, also known as the Dulles War. And Phil Schneider died on January 17, 1996, under suspicious circumstances. Some conspiracy theorists say he committed suicide. Schneider, disturbed by what he had witnessed whilst working in Black Ops, thought it was his duty to warn his fellow countrymen about the insidious, secret military Grey Alien agenda for a new world order. Now... Basically, what um, happened was quite a disturbing story. Um, he was doing a spot of belt. What about that noise? There's always these strange noises in this place. Um, could be the aliens. Hopefully not. Um, now, Snyder was suspicious about an underground base he was helping to build um, because he saw a lot of green berets from the special forces wandering around the camp. Um, the work team drilled four large holes, the standard way to start construction. But what emerged from the holes was not all part of the standard procedure. He sa- says in his account, all the black city air came up when we drilled holes there. Um, and that was taken from a lecture at the 1995 Preparedness Expo shortly before he allegedly committed suicide or some people allege that he was maybe um, done away with um, to stop him revealing the truth. But um, he had gone underground to make an assessment when he found himself just feet away from a big grey, a seven foot tall so-called grey alien. He says the stench was worse than the worst garbage can. The entity was absolutely horrible. Uh, Schneider fumbled for a pistol he was carrying. He killed two of the beings, but not before one could emit a strange and harmful energy. Um, And this sort of kicked off really the Battle of Dulles. Uh, The alien made a sort of circular motion with his hand, waving it in front of his chest. Uh, the next thing I know, this uh, blue beam hit me and just literally opened me up like a fish. And in this expo, when he was uh, doing his lecture, he shows the audience his hand. And the beam had burned off some of the fingers on his left hand and hit his chest. It also burned his shoes off and even burned his toenails off. Luckily, a green beret shaved Schneider's life and lost his own in the process. 
He got the Schneider under the loft and pushed the button to raise him above ground to safety. Uh, more than 60 people allegedly lost their lives that day, said Schneider. The other two survivors are living in nursing homes in Canada. Uh, they are protected by the Canadian government and no American citizen, Schneider included, is allowed access to them. Schneider said this is because they were scared of being kidnapped. Now he says these black, uh, or sorry, he says these um, secret bases normally cost about $17 billion. $17 billion. And they're funded by this black budget, which is hidden from other US government agencies and from the public. Uh, and this black budget allegedly garners 25% of the gross US national product. Uh, military forces from multiple countries have been engaged in such warfare with aliens. Um, he says, we must instill our public officials, they must tell us the truth. If the truth cannot totally come out, what's the use in us having anything called freedom? And after this alleged battle of Dawson in 1979, Schneider dedicated his life to serving as a whistleblower, exposing uh, the events that occurred during his time there. Um, and there are videos of Schneider describing the experiments conducted deep underground by the greys and live humans. Um, he says these greys are experimenting with human DNA. That's how Nightmare Hall came about. And he says that um, the greys would absorb the blood of humans and cattle for sustenance. Um, New Age author Alex Christopher interviewed Phil Schneider shortly before his death. She recounts a story Schneider told her over lunch. Phil uh, stated, um, Phil told me uh, about the time when he was in battle in the underground cavern where they accidentally broke into a nest of greys. The one thing that I remember so well is the description of the large greys' eyes. He said that in the fight with them, one of them that he killed, the eye shields popped out and revealed yellow snake eyes with the up and down type of pupil like a reptilian. He said they have black lenses that covered their eyes because their eyes are very sensitive to light, unless it's a particular hue. He asked me if I had noticed that all the interested and city streetlights now have a certain pink hue to them. He said that hue pink is the only light that their eyes can handle without the black lenses. So quite a sinister implication there. That uh, street lighting in America, in the 90s anyway, um, at a pink hue, was that all done for the um, comfort and convenience of the aliens? That's quite a, quite a disturbing notion. But anyway, we'll track on here. In a report from Voice of Russia, there's a similar story that correlates with Phil Schneider's experience. There are unsubstantiated reports that a UFO crashed or uh, was shot down near the city of Prodnodil in the USSR on August 10th, 1989. Soviet military radar tracked an unidentified flying object and the Russians attempted unsuccessfully to contact the craft. Uh, the UFO was classified as hostile. Soviet defences were alerted and MiG-25s flew to find and identify the UFO. There was obvious damage to the exterior of the craft. The retrieval team wearing protective outerwear moved to the site. Uh, there was a small amount of radiation and some members of the team were affected. A helicopter on the scene was hooked up to the craft and the UFO was transported to Mozdok Airbus. The Russians uh, entered the UFO and discovered three alien bodies, two dead and one barely alive. A team of doctors and other medical personnel made every effort to keep the alien alive but failed. All three of the beings were about three and a half to four feet tall of grey outerwear. Underneath their skin was a blue-green colour with a reptilian texture. They had no hair, large black eyes covered with a protective lid, and web fingers ended their long, slender arms. 
The alien bodies were being kept in glass containers and the UFO was taken to Caspian Yar. This information was first reported by three Russian investigators, Anton Anlaflov, Lyria Anzova and Alexander Moslov. Um, according to Arizona Wilder of the Rothschild bloodline, all this can be traced back to the 13 bloodlines who were responsible for creating the Grey extraterrestrials. Wilder claims that in black operations, the Greys are called cybers and are really um, dolphin alien hybrids that were created in the domes. These ciphers have the ability to communicate at a psychic level with other subjects because dolphins are renowned and known for having this ability due to scalar waves. I'm just going to finish off tonight's show um, because there was, a, like I said, there was a tragic end to the story of Phil Snyder. Um, the fate of Phil Schneider adds to the level of conspiracy and the extent to which, allegedly, intelligence agents... <coughs> sorry. Frogging my throat there. Um, intelligence agents may have been involved. Schneider spent the latter part of his life giving speeches about his alleged experience at the DOS base, such as what we've been talking about, the new Battle of Dulles. He's often said he was being watched by the government and that he was ever found to have committed suicide. One could assume he'd been murdered. In 1996, Schneider was found dead with the cord of a catheter wrapped around his neck in what was labelled as a suicide. And what the strange thing is, um, no less than 11 of Phil Schneider's close friends have been murdered in the past 20, um, 22 years. Um, which is a bit strange, you know, um... It's like that thing, well, one is an accident, two is a tra- uh, tragedy. Um, and three is a, it starts to look like a, a conspiracy. Um, no less than... Uh, you see, this is a weird thing. Um, a lot of people who were employed by on Star Wars projects, you know, the um, 1980 defense projects in America, were, I think it was like two dozen were murdered. Which is very strange. Um, and they were very left with open verdicts. Um, some have just completely vanished. Uh, these techno experts with access to top secret information were probably dispensed with in mind control experiments. Ron Romo was Phil Schneider's, um, one of his best friends, and the two had been collaborating on various topics. Romo was an ex Air Force agent and publisher of Alien Digest, and he died on the 6th of August 1993. Hanley partly shot himself with his own gun. Um, so it's very, very strange. Uh, and it, it, you do start to wonder when when you hear about things like that. Um, there's just a, a quote, quite a good quote to end it on. Um, and it probably would be, you class almost as Phil's kind of last, last testament, as message or as warning to the world, where he says, do we, the people of this planet, deserve us? No, we don't, but we are not doing anything about it. Every moment we waste, we are doing other people on the planet a disservice. So it's what I've said, get the message out there as to what's going on. But anyway, um, enough of that. It's quite a, quite a dark ending, but um, maybe, maybe something to kind of think about. But anyway, that was um, the call of the weird, and um, we're winding it up again um, for another week. So hopefully, if um, the aliens or the agents 
the nefarious agents of the control system. Don't get me. I shall see you next week. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might like the Andy and Len Show podcast, available on iTunes and TuneIn Radio. Just search for Andy and Len or tune in live every Saturday to BigHitsRadio.uk.